This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door, including my favourite, the Quarter Pounder with cheese. Mm. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, so the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get reward points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello guys and welcome to episode 63 of the Stacey West podcast. I'm Ben and I'm joined by Gary for this uh, somewhat special one, would you say Gary? I'm shitting myself with excitement, Ben. <laughs> I mean, I wonder what that smell was, but uh, I just realised you're not in the same house as me, so that doesn't really work. Exactly, anyway, so it must be you. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Smells anyway, nice um, here. <laughs> yes, uh, we do have um, somewhat of a special announcement to make today. Um, we're not going to do it straight away, though, because that defeats the whole object of a podcast. You know, you listen to the first 20 seconds and go, oh, cool, that's me done, and then uh, go away. So... We're going to pick up um, a couple of questions that we missed out from the week, um, the week, well, the weekly podcast. Not for any reason other than it just got a bit, it got a bit hectic, didn't it? It ended up taking quite a few, and it uh, got had some good positive feedback on it, but it's uh, there was some detailed answers in there, shall we say? Yeah, I quite. I, um, I, do you know what? I was actually quite pleased with some of the feedback that we got as well because I think it prompted debate. Um, mm. which I like and yeah, I, I am all for opinion and I actually I owe Andy Pearson a tiny bit of an apology which I'll do now because I, he expressed an opinion on Twitter which I basically told him was rubbish um, and I should uh, I always say I respect people's opinions but because I have a, a comfortable relationship with Andy um, not a, a, a sexual one or anything like that just a you know uh, hopefully one of mutual respect um, I, I felt quite comfortable in, in telling him that I thought his opinion was rubbish, that that wasn't actually particularly fair. Uh, I mean, it was it was an opinion I, I strongly disagreed with uh, because I, uh, I, I'm i a staunch defender of our previous management team uh, and I will remain so. But, you know, we're not doing anyone any favours by talking about uh, about them. So, But no, it was, a, it was a good podcast, wasn't it? I enjoyed it. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I know we've just... Uh, I'm, I'm going to go... Sp- immediately back on what you've said there where you say we're not going to talk about them um i watched the the bt sport documentary um uh, not seen it caught up on that it's all right actually it's um it's a little bit it's a little bit of a kick in the nads to watch it and then like literally a stinger at the end just says oh and by the way they went to another club at the end of the season it's like nah <sighs> yeah but i watched um, la confidential I, so that's good <laughs> Fair enough. I did completely get your concerns as well about um, the little clip that they put out 
uh, which I thought might have been a bit incendiary to some fans. Um, I was a bit worried about seeing it, but the actual the context of it all it it, it worked out. Basically, they were they were trying to build up um, build up John's performance after a training session, and it wasn't anything. It was it didn't seem to be anything sinister. You know, there was nothing there. But I can completely see how some people would have. Uh, would have taken that the wrong way. I think. I think the clip was designed to do just that. If I'm honest, yes. I think. Yeah, the, I, I, I absolutely agree. Yeah, the clip was designed, in my opinion, by some clever marketing guy who suddenly thought, "Balls, they're not at Lincoln anymore." So there's this whole uh, viewership. You know, the, they they would have guaranteed Lincoln fans would have watched that they probably alienate. Mm. And in what they've actually done is made it a little bit incendiary in order to have people watching and then afterwards go, oh, yeah, it's not so bad. It's um, I don't know. I Like I said, I haven't watched it. I probably won't, if I'm honest. Not really got that much of a... Yeah, I mean, it It, it was one of those where I think we, we sat down and said, right, okay, well, we've, we've got access to it, so we'll watch it. And it was... It, yeah, it, it was an interesting insight um, and it, it did make us, uh, you know, me and my wife both wonder how much of it's being carried forward. Um, but again, we can't look back. And it was, uh, so and was, that, just, was that recorded at the training ground or at Sinsel Bank? Uh, it was all at the training ground. All at the training ground. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Recording at the training ground. That's bear that in mind listeners when you, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was one of those where, um, they kind of went there at the start of the day, mic them up and then, um, left at the end of the day and then sort of took all the footage from the day and showed how much like went into it all. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was fascinating insight. It's just, you're watching on with a little twinge of, of annoyance at it. But anyway. I was there that day. I was actually there. I remember you saying, yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing Jake Humphrey there. Cause I think, I think we even spoke about it. I said, how's Jake Humphrey doing now? They must be filming something. So, um, yeah. but yeah, as long as it's not come out, out like Sunderland till we die or the Steve Bleasdale thing, then that's fair enough. So anyway, should we, should we oh, do? No, it, came, it, it definitely reflected the club in a good light. And I, cool. I think it was, it was a lot about the club in general as well, being a positive atmosphere as, as opposed to just these two guys have come in and, and changed everything. But uh yeah, so we do actually have three questions um, that we've missed out. The first one, um, <clears throat> you sent me two, but I didn't have names on them, so ben. apologies. Okay, yeah. So uh, it says, question for podcast, if Michael Appleton manages to get us even more tippy-tappy and neat passing, then are we in danger of abandoning our cultural heritage of being generally direct and nasty? In broad terms, whenever we play attractive football, it enravels in the end. Scoey, Keith in the first spell, Wicks, Clark... Also, slightly related question, is the siren on corners now redundant as we're crap at corners and no longer a nasty set-piece side? Mm, no, I I don't think this I don't think this this concept of having an identity that you carry forward um, is correct. You know, some teams they say oh, some teams play nice football, some teams don't, and, and that's their strength. But football clubs change so much. So you know, when you talk about us playing nice football under Scoey and changing, how much is actually left of the club from when Scoey was here? Player-wise, none. Coaching-wise, none. Management-wise, none. Um, board, probably very little, if any. It's only the supporters and the mm. and the ground and the bricks and mortar. So to having a having like an identity as a club, I think, uh, in terms of a playing style, is probably not entirely possible. Um, however, over the last two or three years, we have cultivated an identity. So I kind of get that if uh, it's Ben Daniels, by the way, if Ben's drawing a comparison between what's happened in the past and now, rather than trying to say that, you know, whenever we've tried to go in a different direction, it hasn't worked. Um, 
I don't think I actually think Michael Appleton is playing less tippy tappy football, as we call it, than Danny and Nicky wanted to at the beginning of the season. I think that Michael's trying to make us a little bit more direct into the final third. And by direct, I don't mean long, tall balls into big strikers. I mean quicker, getting it quicker down the line, quicker through the centre. Um, and I mm. think if you look in the at the passing stats, uh, which I won't do because we want Jack Mulhall to listen till the end of the podcast. Um, but if you look at the, <laughs> if you look at the passing stats, we actually make probably fewer passes than we, we did in, in some of the games earlier on in the season. So um, it's it's an interesting philosophy. I think the other distinct difference is Danny and Nicky changed the style of this football club because they knew we would lose more games than we had done in the last three years. And so in order to keep fans coming, they knew they had to change the quality of the football as opposed to last year where, let's face it, even... you know, there were there was few games at home where we sat there and thought this has been scintillating, and I think mm. they felt that. Well, I don't think I know for a fact that they felt that this year uh, they've, they've signed the flair players because they were in whatever anyone says they were intending to stay, and they signed the likes of George Grant and Jack Payne to give fans something to watch because they knew that they would lose more games. Michael Appleton plays this football. All the time, he's always played a four-two-three-one or a variation thereof. He's always played a nice passing game, so I think there's probably a, a, a real difference between the styles. It's not a matter of us being more tippy-tappy; it's a matter of us being more in line with what the managers used to. I don't know what your thoughts are. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'd I'd, um, I'd agree with that. I mean, I'll I'll be completely honest, and I said at the time, I've not really got too much. Um, too much knowledge of, of Michael Appleton's um, past before coming to Central Bank. So it was um, when, you know, reading upon him a little bit and, and finding out that it was a case of, you know, he likes to play this on the floor, but again, quite uh, quite quick tempo football. Um, it was quite appealing and, and watching it in practice. I mean, we've said it before. Yes, at the moment, the results aren't quite coming, but th- there is that there is that sense that we seem to be playing... A, um, a more attractive style of football um, and again Danny and Nicky started to do that before they went um, and yeah I, I I can I really concur with what you say there I think it's um, the idea of it being you know a, a nasty side or whatever we've obviously had that since well, since from what I can remember was the Beck days I'm sure it was there before that I'm sure it'll be there again at some point but it's uh, I, th- I think when you start to move up the leagues you, you will obviously You'll lose some of that. I mean, you, you get that in, in the Premier League. You know, people see Burnley as a solid side. You know, they see Arsenal as a side that, the joke goes, they always try and walk it in. You know, it's that kind of, I get that side of the question. But yeah, I, I don't feel that we need to be branded as like a nasty direct long ball side anymore. And I think it's, um, I, I think to be honest, we, we proved it wrong several times last season. I mean, like you say, there was nothing that you'd sit there and go, that was incredible football that you'd you know you'd be happy to grace the Premier League with but we are starting to play more attractive football again now um and it's just a case of getting the results on the table I think yeah um good. right so uh, the, the other question as well about the about the siren yeah I didn't realize we weren't doing it anymore that would be a question for whoever yields the siren. Set pieces have been poor, but no. So it's what he's saying is: is it now redundant? So is it? No, it, never is be it, redundant. Uh, never be yeah, redundant. is it? Is it something that um, we don't need anymore because we're there, but we're still doing it, sort of thing? Oh, sorry. So are we still doing it? 
it's been that long since I've been to a home match. Yes, we are. Yeah. Oh well, in that case, no, it's not redundant at all. It's our thing. It's 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 part of the club. I think, irrespective of whether we're any good at set pieces or not, doesn't matter. It's the siren for me isn't part of the match. The siren's part of the club's identity, real identity. The siren has been there since the days of John Beck or or, or whatever. Mm. So. Um, Absolutely, 100% not redundant. Um, that's kind of like saying our set piece is redundant now Sean Raggett left, once Sean Raggett left the club. Because you know, we've been pretty poor at him since then, haven't we? I know we got a couple later on in the first season. Scotty Wharton got a couple, I think, from set pieces. But do you know what? Our set pieces have actually been terrible since we scored six goals, nearly all from set pieces against Port Vale. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy when you look at it like that. It's... Uh... Yeah, wow. Um, I I don't know. I I think it's like you say when you when you talk about a club's identity, to me that is the kind of thing that 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 sticks in my mind. Um, you know, I I love it when if Lincoln are on telly and I get a message from you know someone that's watching for the first time, and they're just like, "Is that an air raid siren?" It's like, "Yep, yep, there it is." That's uh, that's. And then you get into the whole conversation about why have you got an air raid siren at the ground? You go, well, you know, it was Bomber County in the war. And then, oh, okay, that's nice. And it just all ties in together. Um, we didn't bomb ourselves, there was, though, did we, thinking about it? I mean, well, no. But, uh, <laughs> you know, all, <laughs> I'd hope not. Um, uh, yeah, we're not it, America. It, there is that. There is. <laughs> There is also that amazing little video clip that did the rounds. I think it was a Tranmere fan posted it on Twitter and it said uh, absolutely nobody. And then Lincoln fans, when they get a corner and there was a kid that's like walked into a door and then just started screaming, but it sounded just like an air raid siren. Oh, is that what, do you know what? I saw that and I didn't really understand it. I didn't have the sound turned up. It was just like, I don't get it. Absolutely nobody. What's going on here? I actually didn't find out. Yeah. That was basically it. I, I, I enjoyed it when I because at first when I saw it I didn't have the sound on. And then I played it back later and that's actually pretty good. Um, right. So next question that we have um, is uh, I think is this one from Ben as well. Don't know what is it. Uh, it was the uh, National League Lincoln City Football Club versus uh, 2019 League One LCFC in a one-off cup tie at a neutral venue. Yes, Danny's yeah. managing 2016-17. Michael Appleton's managing 2019-20. Who is your money on? <laughs> I think. <laughs> and this is this is where it gets really tricky. Because I think the squad that we've got now is a better squad. But I think Obviously. the team and the, the cohesion that we had at the time and just everything around it, that was a special you know that that was a special time um for the for the for the club so it's a, it's actually a really good question it um, is what, what would you think first and foremost well i think i think back to the cup run and i try and think yeah. did we were any of the teams that we played in the same position as we are now you might say oldham were struggling at the foot of league 1 at the time but they didn't have a decent squad they were beginning to fall apart and when you look at where they are now we caught them when they were on the the bot, you, they were on the way down, and you knew it. And I'm not convinced mm-hmm. we are at the moment. I'm convinced we're plateauing, but I'm not convinced that we're in serious decline as they were. Um, and then you look at, uh, at Brighton and at Burnley, uh, who, who who underestimated us, and Ipswich. They played 
understrength sides, kids at times. You know, I mean, Brighton in particular will put a terrible side out against us. I don't know. I think I think it would be a very close run thing because I think the the level of preparation that would go into playing against us at the moment, they would be the when I say they, I mean twenty sixteen seventeen would stifle the current team because they would watch the videos and they would go, right, they put a lot down, they try and play it across the front in front of the back four. So they with the old team would have Alex Woodyard and um would certainly have Alex Woodyard uh, patrolling in the front there and maybe Alan Power would sit a little bit deeper as well. So they'd try and look to, to really keep our um, our flair players quiet, which I think would be a success. Would they get much joy going forward? That's the big question. Uh, and I'm not so sure. I, I think it would be a very, very close run thing, but I couldn't see Matt Reed getting the better of, let's say, if he's fit, Michael Boswick. I couldn't mm. see Theo Robinson getting the better of Jason Shackle. I think we would def- this current side would defend better than any of the teams that we faced up against. So it'd be very, very close. I would I'm gonna go for a penalty shootout and then it's random, isn't it? <laughs> that's a that's such a cop out. Alright, I'll go for the current squad one more. <laughs> there we go. Um I, I think I'd probably I would probably say that um the 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 2016 17 squad would possibly nick it again just because of the, the the fact that they managed to do what they did like repeatedly um it, it was yeah it was just a really special time and i think it would be a difficult one to try and come up against you yeah. see but then what you're doing is you're basing it on how they were playing or how we were playing, which i, I don't get this us playing us it's causing me a, a context issue um but I don't. It all. You're saying how we played in the FA Cup at that time. We were doing this. We were doing that. But I've based it on squad for squad, not the yeah. run that we were on. Because you know, let's not forget this is the same team that that kind of went and lost, for instance, or drew at Boreham Wood, lost to to York in the the cup. So yeah, you know, I, I just think it's worth. Yeah, I, we could probably have beaten anybody at all on that cup run until we got to Arsenal because mm. of the momentum. But I haven't put the momentum in there, um, and I've given this this squad the benefit of the doubt in terms of form as well. If it, on on form at that time and how we are now, I think it, I, I stand by my first choice that it would be very close. But pound for pound, eleven for eleven, manager versus manager, um, I still think that the newer side would I tell you what I'd base it on I'd base it on the year after I think it'd be more like the Wimbledon game when we lost 1-0 okay yeah no I, I can yeah I, I can I can see that I just uh, I it, it's such a difficult question to answer it really yeah. is it's a good question you feel and because it's it's basically it's basically like saying right your mum and dad are having a fight who's going to win uh, or who do you love more? <laughs> it's, more like, it's what it's like, isn't it? <laughs> mum and dad, who do you love more? Right, your mum and dad. You can't really pick one because you love them both the same. But in, you know, anyway. Yeah, that's that's fair. Right. Uh, last question then was actually from Kate Jackson because uh, she asked two. Um, the one that I skipped because uh, we answered one about uh, Appleton. The one that we skipped was what are your takes on the current situation with Bolton and the EFL? Um, obviously. Bolton have been given a 50, uh, no, suspended 
was it suspended five point? They've been let off. They've been let off, haven't they? That's what that. Yeah, yeah. basically, yeah. By the independent, uh, independent panel, the EFL have appealed it, and I think it's caused some more friction between Bolton and the EFL. Now, for what it's worth, I think the, the EFL are in the right on this one. I think they should be, they should be pushing for it to be uh, instated now. I think they've, well, they did. They did what exactly what we said they did at the time. You know, they, they they rescheduled a game. They called a game off because they didn't want to play because they knew that they'd get beat. And as a result, they've now been fined, and you know they've got the they've got the punishment that they have. And it's not really a punishment because it doesn't take effect unless they offend again. So, to me, what's the point in doing it? Like they they should be punished for the events of the season when that season is taking place. And I, I firmly believe that that should happen with any and all point deductions. If somebody gets to the end of the season and goes into administration the day before the last day, then that point deduction should be taken uh, should be applied for that season. It's it's pointless to me saying right. Well, you can start the season. Um, you can start the season with a ten point deduction from something that you did last year, because that's you know that essentially that's what would have happened with with. Um, with Berry, and they would have been safe from dropping down into non-league. And I wonder if that's something that's weighing on Bolton's minds at the minute. But <sighs> I don't know. What's your take on it? Yeah, I should throw the bloody book at him. Can't go. Yeah, I, I'm just talking. Can't go cancelling games. Our well-being of the players. What? Just because they're a certain age. What about our players? What about? Oh, so we've mm. got we've got Bozzy out and we've got Freck out and Joe Morell's off on international duty. And so then we just ring Sky Sports up and say, "Oh, we're going to cancel our next game, postpone our next game," and that's how everyone finds out about it. Be absolute uproar. I understand that Bolton have been through a lot. I understand that they're on their way back. I get all of that, uh, but one rule for one and another for another, not on at all, not on at all. And the mm. the effect that it's had on the league because already you know there's the there's the big wins that other teams have had that that we won't necessarily get, and that yeah. other you know that some teams have had and some teams have not got. And now you've got Bolton desperately not looking to rearrange games. They didn't play yesterday. We didn't play yesterday. That game could have been played, but Bolton aren't going to want it played. They're going to mm. want to get all of their games in after January the thirty first, aren't they? So when they've got a bigger and better squad. Now, I yeah. tipped them to stay up at the beginning of the season, and. Uh, if they, you know, with the, without the points deduction, I still think they'll stay up. And I think someone said to me the other day, really, after they lost 7-1 at Accrington, absolutely, I still tip them to stay up. I think it'll be a close-run thing. If they do, they'll be uproar. It'll, it'll be like the Tevez, mm. Sheffield United, West Ham thing again. And the EFL are quite right. I, what I don't get is is this whole... Well, so it's the FA that have deferred the punishment and the EFL that are saying... Uh, that's not the case. And uh, this whole thing between the FA and the EFL has been going on years and years and years and years, years, ever Mm. since the FA only ever wanted a cup competition in the late 1880s and the football league was formed for teams to play. And ever since then, there has been a split that has torn football apart. That's that split is the reason that we have the premier league because the FA were happy Mm. to allow the premier league to, to push and, and, and develop over the football league because the football league wasn't necessarily their baby. That's why there's the, the, you know, and this is just an, it's just another manifestation of a century or a century and a half's worth of, of rivalry and pettiness. And it's just, it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Really is. 
they should be they yeah. should have another five 100%. six point deduction maybe would be fair uh, anyway well is that yeah. it for the questions then man i think that's it for the questions so that's it um, for the stacy west podcast this week <laughs> well the thing is we did say that we had an announcement to make and uh this is actually quite uh quite big i guess um for us and for the well probably I don't want to go as far as saying, you know, it's big for the club, but it's definitely something that they've never done before. Um, next Monday night, so a week from... I'm going to try and get this up tonight on Sunday, so or if not, it goes up on Monday. But it, yeah, week tonight, um, we will be doing a live Stacey West podcast somewhere at the football club. Um, it's something that uh Liam actually put to me after the fans forum a few months ago he said oh yeah you should you should do it it'll be a it'll be a good laugh so what we're going to do is we're going to have um we, we're not 100% sure on on whereabouts at the club it's going to be um there was potentially talk at some point of maybe even being up at the training ground but I, I think it's more than likely going to be at Sinsel Bank um but we are going to have um a couple of chairs for ourselves and then we're going to have an audience so we will well Gary will sort of explain in a second about about the the application side of things um because we're still working that one out as well if I'm honest um so we're going to have a couple of chairs for ourselves we're going to have an, an audience and we're going to have um Liam uh, Liam Scully's coming along to to have a chat with us um as well as Michael Appleton so Michael Appleton will be joining us and we'll be we'll be having a chat with him which is quite yeah something that i didn't expect to be saying at this point if i'm brutally honest with you but uh we're very very happy to to say that he's coming along um and then we're gonna just have a it won't be like a normal episode so we won't have the we won't have like the match reactions and stuff like that because it's it's a slightly different atmosphere but we'll obviously be having conversations and then we'll probably have a, a bit of q a and a bit of banter with the audience as well um, so that is going to be taking place next Monday night at six o'clock at the football club somewhere. We're not entirely, again, we're not entirely sure where we'll be putting the details out shortly, but, uh, doors at half past five, basically. So doors at half five, and then we're going to start at six o'clock and hopefully have a really good time with anyone that comes along. So, um, as for the application side of things, um, I think we decided, Gary, that we were going to do anyone that's listening to this now. If you want to email us as soon as you get this, if you want to come along, um, and then we will sort of have a draw from from people that are there, and then we'll we'll um, we'll take it from there. Is that what we decided on? Oh, I, I, I drifted off for a minute. There. Um, <laughs> I was hoping we'd share. I'd hoping we'd share the announcement a little bit, but no, you just fuck. You just ploughed on with it, didn't you? Go on, mate. <laughs> yeah, well, we've said um, Ben set an email address up, and he'll tell you it in a minute. But I'm not going to break uh, pause and, and let him do that because he'll probably just carry on talking again. Um, <laughs> no, we've set an email address. Such a prick. I know. We've set an email address up. Um, it's. I think we're going to have between twenty and twenty-five seats. For podcast listeners, um, we're going to do uh, a draw for that. Really, we need you to get on this pretty quickly because obviously it's a week on Monday. So we're recording Sunday night. So it's either a week tomorrow or a week today, uh, or depending on when you listen to it, it might be a week yesterday. Um, in that case, you need to get your finger out pretty sharpish. Um, 
as we've said, it, it, we don't know where it's going to be as yet. There has been, I mean, I've, I've had some chats with uh, with Terry at the football club because they're going to be, obviously the media team are going to be involved as well. Um, so it's, you know, we don't know whether it'll be at Sinselbank or the training ground as yet. Uh, there is a potential, and Ben, uh, one of the things Ben didn't get to mention was that there might be some other special guests as well. Um, but we, mm. we're not sure of that yet. Obviously, we, it's definitely going to be Michael. I think it's going to... I know Liam at one point said uh, that he envisaged it to be a little bit like the old big breakfast in bed with Paul Yates, uh, but more instead of being in bed with Paul Yates, will be uh, on a sofa with Gary and Ben, which I'm not sure which I'd rather be, to be honest. Um, <laughs> what I would suggest is I, I think we're probably going to look to try and let people know by next Thursday stroke Friday uh, if they've been successful and if they're coming along. Please, only apply if you can come along. This is really, really limited. It's a really special event. The, the manager's going to be there. The club are throwing their weight behind it. It's you know, it's an absolutely unique event. Don't really want people applying, getting the ticket, and then on the day saying, oh, "I can't really come," because you know, with a with a crowd of, I mean, it'll be thirty to to thirty five. I would have thought because the club will have a couple of people there, and obviously, um, me and Ben will probably bring our partners or or, or something. Um, so you know, if there's two or three people drop out, it's going to make it look a little bit sparse. So if you're free, if you can come along, please do. Uh, it's likely to be a couple of hours. We're probably going to record an hour, have a five, ten minute break and then do another hour. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know who's going to be there at the moment. That's genuine. Um, but it's just going to be a really fun night and it's a really good chance to get involved in something that's that's going to be incredibly unique that both Ben and I are um humbled and honored to be uh to be taking part in and if i'm honest a little bit frightened so there we go <laughs> yeah i mean when um when it was initially sort of put to me it was sort uh, i think liam said oh you know we can we can make it almost like a a bit like an unofficial fans forum sort of thing and, and that's the kind of atmosphere that i think um that, that that was initially hinted at and uh yeah i think when i said to you initially oh we should do a live one at the at the ground and that's been suggested i think your initial reaction was oh yeah that'll be good so then we'll, we'll do that and then it wasn't until i said oh yeah and there'll be people there watching you went oh that kind of live right yeah, okay uh, yeah. yeah um and what i would say uh, is as yeah well, a massive when we say live we won't be broadcasting it live on the day so if you're there oh yes and we're recording it you'll get to listen to it and hear it but then it won't be going out until a little bit later in the week uh, and it'll probably yes. be going out over two parts so don't expect to be able to tune in on facebook or anything like that not going to happen if you want to be the yes. first to hear it see us interview the manager uh, see how big he actually is in the flesh when he's sat on a sofa with me and ben looking like to shitting ducks um then it's gonna be <laughs> you get your name down then hit them with the email yep so the email address uh somewhat creatively uh is stacywestpodcast at gmail.com um so if you email that uh, email to that email address and say that you'd like to come along um we will put you in and uh, we'll hopefully see you on the night but uh, yeah I'd, i just want to say a big thank you to um to Liam and Terry from the club uh, for kind of going along with this one and, and being really helpful in, in getting it off the ground because it's, uh, yeah, it, it's like you say, it's it's somewhat humbling, isn't it? When you you kind of go, oh, cool, yeah, we're going to have people come to a, a show that we do? Wow, 
Um, yeah, so if, if everyone that's uh, that's done it, you know, everyone that wants to come along, drop uh, drop that email address. Um, what is it again? Just what is it again? Uh, Stacy so Stacy West Podcast at gmail dot com. Okay. And uh, yeah, we'll hopefully see you next Monday. Yeah. Wow. Well, and I don't think. I was going to say, I don't think after that we need to do another plug because that's quite a large plug in and of itself, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's actually going to be hard for us because we're going to have a game to talk about and the game to preview. So we, we're going to be pretty busy on the recording. I mean, it's, it's a lot of pressure on you with the editing as well because there might be two one-hour specials to edit as well as the standard podcast. Bloody hell. I'll be all right. I can live. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Christmas I'll, coming up soon. I just get pissed the whole week. It'll be yeah, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll help by kind of, um, I don't know, moral, moral antagonizing me on the podcast. No, 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 no. I won't do that. I'll do that on the live show, but I won't do it when Mike Hamilton's oh, okay. there because I'll be too frightened because he's big. So, yes, Stacey West podcast. And what will be quite, what will be quite amusing. Yes, yes, Stacey West podcast at gmail dot com. What will be quite amusing as well is the Thursday beforehand. Um, the infection in my gum that kept me off the show, off the podcast last week, um, has sort of returned. Um, which means that I'm actually getting a tooth out on Thursday this week. Ooh. So I may, may be under the influence of some painkillers on Monday night. Which will be brilliant. Oh, I've got some trammies left over from my back. I'll tank up on those. Um, then it really will be like being in bed with Paulie Yates, won't it? Because we'll both be smashed. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got a blonde wig? Yeah. Well, yeah. Did you did you enjoy yourself at the uh, at the Stacey West uh, at the live event? I think so. Sod I knows, think yeah. Gary was smashed off the tits. <laughs> and uh, yeah. anyway, anyway, yes, there we go. So, I can smell my dinner cooking. Yeah. Um, Excellent. Right. I think I've got to cook mine tonight. Right. We will see you again, hopefully next Monday, guys, but we will have a regular podcast out on Thursday this week. Literally. Um, so we'll literally so see you. Literally see you. Not figure of speech. Literally see you. Yes. We will literally see you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, we will uh, We'll keep you up to date with everything on Thursday. We'll get all the details ironed out this week, and I'm sure there'll be a blog post as well. All right, then, guys. We'll see you later. Bye. Goodbye. The 90th minute and all your mates around watching the imps on iFollow. You've got your McNugget share boxes on the go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, but then you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.